0: okay so i had a vision yesterday or this morning i was at this place it looked like a two-story hotel room or maybe it was just like a airbnb but it was like a hotel style but there was a living room, there was a kitchen, and then you go to the second floor and separate. It's other rooms, like with, you know, kitchen, living room, etc. But there's all connected. It's one big place. So we can all, like, congregate amongst each other. So in this vision, I was there, and I was with my mom, I was with my sister, I was with a bunch of people, I guess. I guess everybody was there, but they must have been in their own different sections of like the hotel type Airbnb type place. And while I was there, it's like a family getaway, I guess. And we're all relaxing and my mom was on the couch. It was really nice with big TV. She's watching movies. But um, while I was there, all I know is like, it was this guy. I was there with, like, it was so cute. Like, he was kind of, like, built, and he was, like, he was a pretty nice guy. He was a really nice guy. He was cool. He was into me. I was into him. I don't know. These visions usually come, like, at random. They're usually so random. But all I know is, you know, in the midst of everything, I don't let these visions take my mind because... I know that the only reason I'm even in this situation or in this position or even in this place is because of God, so if I get caught up in whatever's going around going on around me, you know what would happen is you know I would just. Like that's what that's what the enemy wants me to do. The enemy wants me to abandon God when God when uh, before now, when everyone abandoned me, God didn't abandon me. And the enemy wants me to he tried to get me to do this so many times last year and I didn't and so everybody abandoned me but God didn't. And then now it's like I'm in a different position now and I'm with God but now I'm being offered these different positions. You know, last year I was being offered them in different times, but it was like never. You know, any positions that really were that really proved my that were worthy. Like they, they, they were. They didn't show my worth, and and it wasn't it wasn't appreciative of my worth. These positions that were being offered to me, I would have never taken them in any circumstance. But it was better than the position that I was in at the time. But I knew I was coming out of that. And God stayed with me the whole time, and he guided me, and he kept me. And every time I fought these different offers, and they would, you know, fight me, like, well, you're not in position anyways. And then when I would deny certain offers, you know, they would um they would attack me harder and attack me more. And then I already was in a bad position when they showed up. So they would put me in a worse position. Then, like, all I know is I'm being attacked. I'm being... You know, like, I'm fighting so many different things, and then they're making it worse, and nobody cares. They're leaving me for dead. And, like, sometimes trying to kill me. Like, no, no, all the time trying to kill me. But God kept me, and I knew he was bringing me out of it. And now it's different. It's, like, just, like, different times I was being offered different things in this position, in this position last year, I knew that none of those none of those offers were, you know, sig- that signified my worth. So, I knew that I had to be getting offered those things because they wanted to keep me from what, I, you know, God wanted me to have. What was really worth waiting for and going through all of it for. Because, yeah... I heard the logic, like, but still, like, regardless of what you feel like God has for you, look at the position you're in, and it just doesn't feel right that God will leave you in this position or let you be in this position, and you're being offered a position, you're you're being offered a way out of it. If I were you, I would just take it because I wouldn't just suffer for It doesn't even matter what you think God has for you at this point, you know, you're suffering. So get out of suffering. Like it doesn't matter. Like none of that matters. And I'm just like, no. I don't want that. I believe in God and I trust him Like it's you know, not not everybody was super demonic with their logic. Even though I knew Satan was behind it. Sometimes people are just like, you know, it's not even about God. It's just about the fact that you don't deserve to be here. And you're getting offered an opportunity out of it. And who cares about God if he's not, if he's not giving opportunity out of it, you're going to have to keep suffering. And I'm just like, I would just rather suffer. I would just rather suffer because one thing I know is that without God, I wouldn't even be here. Yes, that seems like a horrible thing. Like that's the point, that's why you need to abandon God. But know that, you know, on another note, If he, you know, has shown me that this kind of stuff is possible and it's happening and it's proving that right now. That's all the evidence that I need to keep moving forward because he also showed me how this ends. He also showed me that what happens if I make it to the other side, when I make it to the other side. He showed me. So if this is happening, then that means that's definitely going to. This is evidence. You know, this is proof this is God showing His power. This is God allowing people to reveal themselves. This is God bringing me through. And yes, it sucks. It feels like I shouldn't have to go through this to get there. Why can't I just have that? Why do I have to have this? Or why do I have to go through this? Nobody deserves this. And it almost, to a certain extent, you you get to the point where you say, you know, so I have to go through all of this. Nobody had like I don't know what would be worth all of this, but it makes you realize. That whatever you're going to have is so much bigger and greater than anything you're experiencing. And if you're going through all of this, then how much more worth? How much more worth it is God and what he has for you? One thing I know about God is that, you know, he's going to double, he's going to triple, he's going to quadruple, whatever you've been through. If you stick with him, he's going to make sure everything is amazing but you have to make it through and he's if he's taking you through all of this that's because whatever you're getting is colossal it's big it's humongous It's it's gar it's gargantuan so it's worth it but you have to be strong enough to get that and I would never say that you know if you if you you don't deserve it if you don't go through all of this because that that's not always this, the 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 case or you know you have to suffer in order to succeed whatever yeah but i don't necessarily feel like that's really what it's about mostly it's about you know choosing him and trusting him and and just knowing the difference between him and Things that entice you or tempt you in the moment. So I was offered so many different things. And ultimately, I stuck with God and I'm sticking with God. And so every single day, I'm tempted in a way where it's like, well, give up on him. Give up on him. You might as well just give up on God. You might as well just do this. You might as well just let it go. He's not even fighting hard for you. Such and such and such. And I'm still sticking with God. And the the thing, I guess, frustrates me the most is when it feels like I do the littlest, tiniest, slightest, little... I mess up the slightest, little, tiniest bit. And it feels like he's ready to drop me. That's what frustrates me the most. Because it feels like after everything I've been through, can I have some room? Can I just have a little bit of room... I'm not perfect. That's the only thing that frustrates me so much right now in this season. But I realize that everything God does is for a reason. So if he's, you know, pulling back because I'm pulling back, that means that, you know, it's that important for me to not mess up. It's that important for me to stay focused. It's that important for me to fight, you know? as frustrating as it seems and sounds but all i know is i've gotten so many offers like i said i couldn't accept any of them and i don't want to get any excited about anything like one thing i've noticed is that i didn't accept any offers but yet i'm still being placed and thrown into things so it's like but satan he's like first he tries to tempt you into getting something let go of god and i'll give you this or do this or choose me When you don't choose him, he takes you through so many things to try to force you to choose him. He takes things away from you. He tortures you. When you still don't choose him, he's like, okay, I'll just give it to you, anyways. You know, because once you're in it, you'll like it. And when you like it, that's when I'll get you to choose me, that's when I'll make you choose me in order to keep it. And so I still don't choose him and I still don't get comfortable with anything he's given me. I don't even want it. Don't give it to me anyways. Don't even get excited when he saying I'm going to give it to you anyways. No, keep it. I don't want it. And it's like he's forcing you to have it. Look, doesn't this feel better? I don't care. I don't care. I made it through all of that. I'll make it through this. I don't need you or anything. You're offering nothing. Keep it, you know. And so he still offers things and that's just kind of like how he works. And then just like he's forcing you to have to suffer, he'll force you to enjoy certain things. And it's all a bit, he all has a plot. It's all based off a plot and a plan of his. And the plot and the plan is to get you accustomed or enticed or tempted into this, what he has to offer so that you'll choose him over God. And in the meantime, even when you are knowing that you don't want anything or nothing that he has to offer is better or greater than God, you're wondering why God will leave you there. So he's working on that too. He's like, why would God allow me to do this to you? Why is God leaving you in this? You know, why won't God save you? Does God care about you? You know. Look at all these other people who are enjoying this. You know, God's going to save them probably. He might show mercy and grace to them. So why isn't he showing it for you? Why do you have to be so, you know, good? Why do you have to be so perfect? You know, why do you have so much responsibility? And you start thinking like it isn't fair. Somebody else wouldn't have to go through all of this. Or somebody else would choose this and still be chosen by God. You know, why do I have to? Why do I? Why do I have to be so good? Why do I have to do this? But it's not even about being so good. It's about the fact that I choose that. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to be good. I want to be able to do this anyways. You're just in the way. You're in the way. That's what it is. It's not about me being envious of the wicked. It's not about me being envious of what I can't indulge in or being enticed into. I want to be over there. I don't even care what you're doing over here. You're in the way. And you know that that's where I want to be. So you're trying your best to change me because you know what's going to happen when I succeed in the manner that God expects me to. That's what it's about. It's not about, you know, you can't do this. You, you're you not even allowed to do that. And I know you really want to. It's not fair that you don't have to. But if you can, if you choose me. And it's like. If you weren't in the way, you wouldn't be missed. If you left right now, you wouldn't be missed. You could literally take everything, all your offers, everything you have to offer off the table and go somewhere else with that. And I will be happy with God forever. I promise. Forever. And you know that that's why you won't leave. But regardless you know like I said they won't leave so while they're here you know I am kind of like forced into these situations I'm not forced into like every situation but I just know that like I'm forced into these situations because it's forced if you want to be out and they won't let you be out that's forced it's forced when you want to worship God and they do everything in their power to block and keep you from that. And then they force this on you instead. That's forced. It's forced when, you know, you're you're tortured, beat, you know, deprived and subjected to any and everything. When you choose God and when you fight for him and you go through all of that and get still... They're forcing this down your throat. You don't get to choose, God. You don't get to have that. You don't get to do this. You don't get to do that. And then they stand in the way of your relationship with God. It's a difference when I'm just over there willingly. I can go over to God and I'm not even trying. That's what they're trying to force me into. That's why they keep forcing these situations down my throat. Because they want to get me so comfortable that I'm not even reaching out to God anymore. If we force her, torture her, bully her, step on her... And, you know, isolate her from God enough. She won't even reach out to God anymore. Then we finally win and we finally get her. What I heard for the past three days was, like, it really feels like conditioning, but I I trust God. I, I trust that he's never going to let that happen to me. But what I heard for the last three days was, I would hear something, like, I would, I would like, Because I've I've grown to I've had I've had to become very smart, do everything in my power to be very smart to avoid, you know, as much as possible. Like the thing is, I'm not going to be able to avoid the entire situation as a whole. If that were the case, I you know that's what I'm fighting for every day. I'm fighting for the opportunity to have conquered this situation and get victory over it, with God. In the meantime, the things that I am subjected to in the time that they are. You know, in the time that I am forced to be here, I am doing my best to observe and figure out anything and everything that I can about why he has me here and what he wants me to see while I'm here, what there is to learn. Because the only reason I can think of, well, not the only reason, but one of the reasons why I really believe he, God is, God has me here despite me really not wanting to be here and despite this really not being fair, me really not deserving this, and despite you know me knowing who God is and you know, belonging there, is for, to save people who are here, to save people who think being here is a better place, to be, that is why I'm here to be used as a vessel to deliver these people, to get them where they need to be, um, And to reveal to them who God is, because they clearly don't know who he is and what it's like over there with him. They must really think. Some think that where they're at is the best place to be. Others think that, you know, there's no way out. And others are just like, what's the point? So clearly, there, there's many different reasons why they're here. So obviously, I'm here to reveal the truth. So... God is using me as a vessel to do that. And what I realized is, you know, in the process, like, people are being delivered. He is using that. And I did notice something. Like, I noticed that, um, like, I noticed that while I was here. Well, I heard them say for the past couple of days, you got her, you got her. I heard them say like, you you got her, you got her, you're going to get her. And then I heard when I was on vacation in Mexico, I heard somebody say, and it's like they're they're doing this like sarcasm, you know, opposite um, lying type thing where it's like I have to figure out what was what, what they like what was really meant and a lot of times it's just a lie both ways anyways like if you ever had somebody tell you to choose a hand and both hands are empty like that so it's like a lot of times it's that but I have to use the spirit of wisdom and discernment that God has given me to to determine what was really the truth and what you know what I really can't find out one thing I've learned is that God does want me fighting for the truth in a situation so that I can figure it out. He does want that. But ultimately, you know, there are bigger goals. Obviously. The biggest goal is to be you know, get out of this situation. I mean personally. But no, the honesty that's not the biggest goal. The biggest goal is to Bring people to repentance and show them who God is. That's the biggest goal. It's not about me. It's deeper than me. But what what feels like a big goal daily is surviving. It, surviving this. But God constantly reminds me that it's not what I think. He would never risk losing me. Or he would if he felt when he knows I can handle it. I would risk losing me. For other people's lives. That's what he has revealed to me. Like you would risk your life to save their lives. Which is why I chose you for this mission. So it's not, you know, it's, it's violent. I'm volunteering, you know. I know that's what I am. That's what I'm doing in the spirit. God has already shown me that a lot of times this mindset where I have this. I need to go. I'm suffering. I'm being tortured. What's going on? This hurts. It's not even me. And when he snaps me out of it and pulls me into his presence, it's all forgotten. Like, I don't even remember it. Like, I remember it, but it doesn't hurt and it doesn't matter. Nothing matters but God. So I realized that this is a mindset. And this is part of the, you know, the plot. This is part of, you know, the tactic, their tactics that they use to get, you know, what they want out of situations. And I can't fold. I can't fold. But... I heard you got her you got her and I remember and it's like I'm being convinced like you're doing this you're doing that you're falling for this you're falling for that and in the background I'll hear once you know I don't you know once I still fight for God anyway she's perfect she's perfect you never do you don't go for that such and such and such and it's like but I just I thought I just heard you say I always go for it I thought I just heard you say you know, I'm always falling for this. I thought I just heard you say that I failed. And it's like, no, you don't. You don't ever do that. So I'm realizing, like, they're just trying to convince me this is what I'm doing. That's not even what I'm doing. I'm always choosing God. I'm never failing. I'm never folding. And it's like, that's that's always a blessing to hear, but I shouldn't forget it. Because if I never forget it, and that's also something that want to convince me, that I forget that. I never forget that. So... I heard them say when I was on vacation, I wouldn't even call that vacation. I was still fighting every day, (laughs) still fighting, if not harder, you know, but when I'm, when I, um, when I was traveling, I heard them say in a sarcastic voice, no, because you're easy. And I was like. ignoring it at this point like they're saying so much that at this point like I I just like whatever I heard you but you know (laughs) if it's not about you know bringing being brought to repentance if it's not about if it's not a real if it's not real feelings that I can work with and give to God and you know help you move forward in that way like I can't even feed into it at this point I can't feed into anything I just have to like keep going keep fighting for what I'm fighting for when I heard it I was like okay they wanted me to hear that they did and I was just like what does that mean and that's when I heard them say like it's sarcasm and I'm just like okay so I'm not easy and they was like no I don't want her to know that yeah you are easy they meant that that was for real and and then I, I tried my best to search their hearts like was that true And I found that it felt like it was true, but then it felt like it wasn't. Then it felt like it was true. So I question like my tactics that are being used anyways, but at the same time, I know that's what they want me to do. They want me to question everything so that they can tell me what it is and then it just be whatever they say it is, despite that being the truth or not, which is why I have to fight constantly. They want to be able so bad to just tell me what it is and for me to just be at their whim. They want me to be able to, you know, they want to be able to control me. I heard them say, they're trying to control your destiny. You're not going to control her destiny. You don't have any control over her destiny. I heard them say that, and I heard God agree with that. And I knew that already, though. But it's like it felt good to feel like somebody saw it, too. Even though I know, they see it. They just don't want me to know they see it. So I heard them say, no, because you're easy. And I was like, that's kind of hurtful. It is, especially as a woman, to ever be called easy is hurtful. But it wasn't hurtful because I knew it wasn't true. And especially something I've definitely learned is don't let them tell you anything about yourself. And if you know it's not true, don't let them say anything about you. I mean, let them say it, but don't believe it in your heart because it's not true. They want you to believe it so that they can play on your insecurities about it. Don't be insecure about anything. Be secure in who you are and who God has made you to be. And then be honest about, you know, what you really are and honest about where you need to be and honest about, you know, the work that's being done in you. That's why I'm here with God. You know, I'm. it's okay to be vulnerable. That's why, you know, I, search, I seek out God. Because how else can they learn when you're lying? So I've learned that in this situation. You know, if it's true, I don't necessarily have to admit it. But I will admit that anything that needs to be worked on in me, God is going to do the work with me. In me. So, you know, nothing that you can say about it can affect me. You know, I feel like the only way you would truly be affected by something that someone said about you is if you didn't feel like you ever were going to be better or that you could ever, you know, could be better or that you were ever going to work towards being better. When you're working towards it, when God is, you know, definitely making, showing you the differences every single year past with who you are you're growing in him progress is being made you can see it it's evident when this is happening no one can tell you anything because you remember what it was like when you did get offended by that but now you see the progress that's being made the only thing you can say is yes of course of course I'm not perfect of course this about me of course that's about that about me that is true and that isn't but that's that's the, that's the why I love God so much. That's why I love God so much. And I think that's my point of being here, for you to see that. Maybe when you got to this thought process and people would tease you or, you know, try and torture you about your past and, you know, your mistakes and try to make you feel guilty and ashamed. You know, you didn't feel that. You didn't know how to deal with that. You didn't know how to fight that off. You didn't know how to be vulnerable, or you didn't know who to go to, who to turn to, or you didn't feel like you could turn to God. Maybe that's why I'm here to show you, you know, what it's like, because it's not perfect. Maybe you thought it was too perfect and you couldn't do it. Maybe you thought, you know, I'm not that good. I can't handle it, but God meets you where you're at. Maybe you need to see that. You need to see that, you know, a lot of times I'm really a mess, No matter how perfect you think I look or how perfect you think I am or how perfect you think anyone has to be to be, you know, favored by God or to even have a relationship with God, period. The fact of the matter is, you know, look, you don't know who God is. Well, you know who God is, but you don't know his ways. His ways are not our ways. He is not a man. So a lot of times the different the different things you feel like he'll react to or how you feel like he'll react, you have to actually get his reaction to see. He amazes me and wows me every time. He'll never stop doing that, which is why I need him. I love him because his reactions to the different things that I do when I make mistakes, I say to myself, oh, man, I know God is going to be disappointed in this. I know that, you know, I'm going to have to work hard, I'm going to have to do this, and I don't want to go back, and I'm scared, just like with a father, when you you mess up, when you do something wrong, you're saying, I know he's going to kill me, I know he's going to be so mad, I know he's never going to forgive me for this, and it takes for you to actually go to your father, you know, maybe he'll have to, you know, catch up to you, because you were too afraid to meet him, or go see him, or tell him what you did. But regardless, the reaction is loving, and it's merciful, and it's gracious. And it's, I'm just glad you're okay. I'm just glad you're here with me. Because I wouldn't know what I would do if I had lost you. Whatever you did, you know, I forgive you. You're more valuable than, you know, whatever mistake you made. You are not your mistakes. Meaning... Whatever you did, I would not be willing to lose you as a whole because of how mad I was at what you did. It doesn't matter what you did. It can be forgiven. But losing you, that's priceless. So a lot of times because of the mistakes we make, we're afraid to approach God because we feel like what I did, I can never be forgiven for. And what I did, I deserve I don't deserve forgiveness or I don't deserve to be acknowledged or I don't deserve mercy. And the funny thing about it is you finally when you finally do get to him, but you're keeping yourself from him. That's the saddest part. When you finally do get to him, he just he's just glad you're there. Forget everything you did. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, I'm mad or would have been mad. I'm not mad, but yeah, that's something to be mad about. Yeah, that's kind of bad. That's horrible. You know, whatever it is. But I'm just glad you're here because what would I have done if I lost you forever because you were afraid of how I reacted to what you did? And that's always the case with God, always. Now, I cannot lie and say that I haven't done things And when I get to God, he's like, I'm disappointed in what you did. Disappointment to me is worse than being mad. I'm disappointed in what you did. How could you? We talked about this. You know, now you're going to have to do this. And yes, I am. I am saying that you're being reprimanded for what you did. Yeah. I don't want to scare anybody off with this talk. But I'm telling you the truth. You need to hear it because... I don't want anybody saying, oh, you're just you're just trying to convince me to get in his presence. You know, every single time he does something, every single time I do something, he's going to forgive me. Yes, that's true. He is. But every single time I do something, there's not there is just going to be a slap on the wrist. It's just going to be I'm glad you're here. Well, yeah, but no. If you want me to be 100 percent honest with you, because I feel like this is necessary so that people don't believe that they have been tricked into going to see God. I want you to know the truth and just the realistic, like the real, telling you the real, it eases your mind a bit more because you probably wouldn't believe that you always get off easy. But you do really in reality. God's grace and mercy is so abundant. You always get off easy. It's way easier than you deserve. But you may not always get, you know, uh, it's okay, we'll forget about it. Sometimes God will say there's there's going to be consequences to what you've done. Maybe he won't say it. He'll show it. And he's still worth being there. He's, It's still worth being there. He's still worth it. Because it's better to go and deal with those consequences with God than to not deal with them at all. And you feel like, wow, this is too easy. I never had to answer to anything I do. I can be as wrong as much as I want, and it feels good. But doesn't that seem a little too good to be true? It feels good all the time. I get away with everything, anything I want. And, you know, maybe not all the time, but it feels good, and I don't have to answer to anybody. I can do whatever I want. And then, you know, what about that discipline? What about, you know, knowing how to make the right decisions? What about wanting to make the right decisions, but, you know, always feeling compelled or feeling like you have almost no control over making the wrong decision anyway? What about those times where you think to yourself, yeah, this feels good. I have no reason to want to be good, but that feels a little weird. Or what about if you even if you never consider any of that? What about hell? What about where you go, where you end up? Like you just get away with it forever. Nothing ever happens. You know, maybe, but that's not the world I've grown up in. And it's not not saying that I would want to grow up in a world like that, but I'm just saying I never have. I know that some people believe that they are. No one ever has grown up in a world like that. Where you never answer for anything ever. Now, some people believe that they have grown up in a world like that. You can't tell me about my life. I've never had to answer for anything. I do whatever I want, and I get away with it. And I'm happy, too. I don't ever feel bad. And I don't have to answer to anything. And who needs discipline when life is this good? Right? I worry about, first of all, you know, where you're at, like, realistically in your mindset, like, where you land as far as, like, just rationality and just being just human, period. Like, you know, being realistic and then past that because, like you said, you're good. You get away with it forever. This feels great. You'll never regret that. Who needs discipline, right? You already said that. So, like, let's not even let's push that shit aside a little bit. Your mindset. I worry about where you're going. Because I know, God knows, you may not believe it and you may not, you know, it may not even matter to you. We could just push that to the side and you can go on forever doing whatever you're doing. But, you know, part of realizing what you are saved from is is being, you know, made to realize who's not being saved from that. Not that they can't be saved By God, but because they don't want to be saved. So. When you know you're on the right track. You're on the right side. And you're doing what you're supposed to do. Some people believe. Why does everybody got to force God down somebody's throat? Like it's not. You know, if that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. Let me do me. You know, listen, trust me. Do you. I want you to be happy whatever you do. Honestly, you know, and I say that with a, you know, grain of salt. I say that because I don't really want you to be happy doing something that's going to destroy you. But I want you to be happy whatever you choose. God wants that as well, which is why he gave you free will. He just knows how much it really hurts you and how happy you're really not. So. My How I feel about it is I would want to, when I'm over here and I'm on the right side and I know I'm on the right track and I've chosen the right side and I know I'm where I'm supposed to be and I see that you're not and I see that you don't ever plan on being on the right side or you don't even see that this is the right side. You don't necessarily feel that way. When you know you're going to heaven, even, when, even though you don't know, you don't know until you walk through those gates on Judgment Day. When you know you're on the right track, You know, I think about if I made it to heaven and when I get there. At that point, I'm good for eternity, right? You don't, you know, because of what God has placed inside of me, I'm not a selfish person. Selfish people probably won't be making it. But because of the selflessness, I'm wondering about the people who didn't. I've won for eternity now. You know, I don't want to call it a win, but, like, I made it, you know. But what about the people who didn't? What about the people who are suffering for eternity? You feel bad, and you want, like, you're devastated, like God is. And you want to have been able to prevent that from happening as much as possible, help as many people as possible from that happening to them. And you almost wish that you could take Everybody that's there out of it, and and you almost wish that they would have made it. Like you wish they would have made it too. You wish that they would have chosen God. You wish that they they weren't going to hell for these things, because the funny thing about it is you'll find. And I don't want to. I want to be very careful with God's character, but you'll find people are in hell for things that you could have been in hell for, or even less. And you just wish that they were shown, you know, the same mercy and grace. But it wasn't about God's lack of mercy and grace for them because he never lacks that. It was about their unrepentance. It was about them, a lot of times, not being aware that he is God and the almighty power. So that's, that's my mindset, you know, for anybody who questions those things. But one thing, what I was talking about, and I know that God leads me. God is leading me in these um, podcasts to talk. Because I don't don't ever write things down. You know, I don't ever... You know, I just think, like, what do I want to talk about? And I get on here and I talk. And it's just... It's like freestyling. And God is leading me and bringing it all back around. So, this vision... In his vision, I was with a guy, and we were, you know, into each other and going to, you know, relax and, like, just, I guess, kick it, and then that's when God, like, touched my heart. I felt it, where he's like, you know... Are you going to leave your family? Are you going to, you know, are you going to go? Like, I could go easily and go hang out with a friend and just come back later. Like, that's fine. But it was like, you know, what about other people who are alone? Like, your mother's downstairs alone. Why don't you go watch a movie with her or something? Like, and it's like, I could have done whatever I was going to do anyways. Kicked it with him, watched a movie with him instead. But, like, I felt God. Like, like kind of took it on my heart. But all I know is I decided to stay, even though part of me just didn't want to do that. And I felt like, honestly, sometimes it feels like I should just do what I feel like I want to do, because God doesn't want God likes God loves a cheerful giver. So if you're ever going to give anything, whether that's generosity or patience or, you know, um, mercy, whatever you're giving. You want to do that cheerfully. If you ever do anything, you're like, man, I don't really want to do this. I don't really feel like doing this. Like, I could have been doing this. I could have been that, you know. But I'm here, you know. But whatever. That's like you're getting no points for that. Not with God, unless you cheerfully gave and was like, I wanted, I wanted to have done this. What? Who cares what I'm missing out on? Who cares what I, you know, have to sacrifice? This is what I want to do. You know, I'd rather be here. And if you don't have that mindset, it's just no point in giving it. It's no point. So I realized I decided to stay. And half of my mindset was like, whatever. You know, I'm glad I did this. You know, I'm fine. It's okay. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. And then the other half of my mindset was, you know, Man, I could have had fun, you know. I really like this guy, whatever. But I realized it was a battle. But the thing was that when I had woke, when I had, when I had, when I woke up from this vision, God was right there. I felt His presence, and He was like, it felt like in a way saying to me, was well, still fighting for me, but in a way saying to me, you know, you know what. You know what, so, even though I'm still having used my wisdom and discernment to debate and to discern what this vision meant, or you know how important any of the details were, what I realized was that God when he woke me up and he was fighting for me, he saw it completely different. So whatever I otherwise probably would have focused on, because I can't say that I wasn't focused on these things. Like I said, God is fighting for me, so, my, so half my mindset, and I don't know how much of the time, but I try to make it more, you know, like more of the time than it's not. You know, I'm actually thinking the right things or pl- placing and fighting to be in the right mindset. It's just I'm being fought to think like this other way. And sometimes it's just me. It's just who I was, and I'm coming out of that. But as I wake up, I I notice, like, God is focused on something totally different. He's not focused on what I'm focused on. I'm focused on, you know, this guy, he really did like me. I really did like him. We were enjoying each other. But then there was this and there was that. And the devil's always there trying to make you go down a rabbit hole. So you start focusing on one bad thing. Then next, you know, you're first focusing on the worst bad thing. The next thing you know, you're focusing on the worst bad thing. The next thing you know, you're focusing on the worst things. And it's horrible now. So you have to keep fighting. Even if you think, oh, that's not so bad to focus on that. He'll keep pulling you down further and further and further. So I had to keep fighting and I had to say to myself, "Not even, don't even focus on the bad thing, not even a little bit. And when I am focusing on a little bit of the bad things, I have to fight to kind of like... I have to fight to do better moving forward. Not do that anymore. So, all I know is, when I woke up, I felt like God was talking to me. And God was saying, you know... I need you I need you to focus. I need you to keep fighting. I need you to not give up. I need you to be on the right side and stay on the right side. I need you to not be enticed by these things. But even when you are enticed by these things for however long that you are, I need you to know that this is not some place that you are staying or you need to stay. I need you to not get comfortable there. I need you to know where you need to be comfortable at and not be comfortable until you're there. And I felt that. And even though God, I know in the background of everything, it's like, not the background. He's always in the forefront. But in the background of everything that's going on, like they're trying to overshadow what God is doing. Overall, God is like, you're okay. You're fine. You're here. You know, I got you. I got you. So... Know that. And when you know that, these little details, these small details and the different things they're doing, they won't affect you. And I notice, like, that happens a lot because I'll go to God and I'm like, God, you know, this, that, and it's every little thing all the time. Not trying to complain, but I'll just be like, what should I do about this? What should I do about that? You know, how do I handle this? How do I handle that? You know, can you help me handle this? Can you help me handle that? Can you help me? and God is you know i'm i'm looking at him or i'm feeling his presence and his presence is unmoved not 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 that he's unmoved by me but he cares what i care what i care about but he is like he's not anxious he's not worried he's not you know He's not in the slightest moved in a way. Like, he's unmoved. And I love that about God. I I would love to have that quality where I'm I'm as unmoved as he is. Because I don't, I want to be able, I want to ask him for help every time. That's what he's there for. He wants me to ask him for help every time. But he wants me to realize, you know, these, a lot of these small things I don't need to worry about. A lot of these small things are small things and I think they're big things. So... When I realize that, you know, I try my best moving forward to to really contemplate, like, is this really, does this really matter? Like, it's not that I, I can't bring this to God. I'm going to bring it to him anyways, but how I bring it to him, because God has already told me many times, you know, when you worry, when you're anxious, when you are frantic, when you are upset, when you're, bringing these things to me, I am offended. That's offensive. It's offensive when you come to me like that in prayer because it's showing me that you don't really trust me, trust that I am handling everything, trust that I love you enough that I care about what you care about. And then I say, but if you care about what I care about, then you know that I care so much about this. And that's when you realize, should you? Should you care so much about this? Maybe it's not important. Maybe it means nothing. Maybe it's a distraction, and it's not even about what what it is, the problem at hand, but about more about what it does. It you know diminishes your confidence in God. One day I was praying, and after I got done praying in the morning, it, like I just heard so many different lies from the enemy. You're this, you're that. You're not going to make it. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. I got you. You know, you're hurting. Why does he care? Like, this is pointless. There's no reason to pray anymore. You should give up. And I'm just like, no, you know, and it's, I'm not even responding. Don't even give it a response. Just know who God is. So I'm just knowing. I'm just like, I love you, God. Thank you. Today is a great day. It's beautiful. And yes, I hear everything they're saying. I see everything they're doing. They are putting on a show. Yes, they're trying their hardest to torture me. And yes, it hurts. It's real. But in the midst of everything, I'm just like, God, you are good. You are great. How is he good? How is he great? Why won't he stop this? Why won't he stop that? You know, how can I do this? How can I do that? If he's really powerful, then, you know, all it is. And I'm just like, God, thank you. I love you. It's a great day. I feel great. You are in control. You are in absolute control of everything. You know they have no power. I don't even have. To, I don't even have to say they have no power. All I have to do is glorify His. Mind you, it's it's a feeling. It's just knowing it. I'm not saying it. I'm knowing it. Because when you say it, they're like, "Aha!" So you don't believe it. But when you just know it, and you feel it. They just they fight so hard and make you feel like that doesn't mean anything. But I heard them say, "Stop, stop, ah, oh, stop," and I was like, "What am I doing?" Like I didn't even realize. I'm like, "What am I doing?" I'm not responding. I didn't say anything. I'm not trying to hurt you. And they were like, "Your confidence in God. It hurts. It hurts." And that's when I realized, like, when I got that, I was just like, God, I love you because you give me gifts when I'm not expecting them, when I'm already confident in you, when I'm already loving you. And I don't even realize I'm doing the right thing, but I am doing the right thing. And I'm not bugging you, worrying, you know, losing confidence in you. I'm choosing you and I'm trusting you. And I do, I do feel that there's a part of me that almost wants to respond to the stuff that they're doing but i don't anyway i fight that no matter how much it hurts because they'll make you feel like you're dumb you're fighting this for no reason one day you're gonna look back you're gonna wish you put more effort into this you're gonna wish that you said something gonna wish that you did something and you can and you're just not and all this is for nothing you get nothing out of it i mean yeah matter of fact let me play into the fact that yeah god is in full control and god does have everything you know under control but the God I know, you know, he wants, you don't get, you know, you don't get extra points for doing what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have confidence in him. So that means you're just going through this for no reason and you could respond and oh well. You know, like it will make you feel better to respond rather than not responding and suffering. and You just look dumb because you're not getting any extra points for this. He's not going to give you anything for this. You're supposed to have confidence in him. You're supposed to do that. So like it gets, it gets hard where you're like, you know what? If I just respond, I'll feel better for responding and I'll still have God. That doesn't mean I, I, you know, lost confidence in God. That doesn't mean that, you know, this or that. And I'm not getting anything for not, you know, responding. Like, I don't get anything for not responding because, excuse me, that's what I'm supposed to do. And the thing is, the second you respond, that's when they're like, aha. Aha. I got you. I got you because you weren't supposed to respond. It doesn't matter that you're not getting anything for not responding. You just got something for responding. That's how they get you every time. But so you learn. You never know what you otherwise are avoiding or are receiving by doing what you're supposed to do. Just because, not expecting anything. You have to do it and not expect anything. You have to do it because who God is. You have to do it because how much you love him. You can't do it for what you're getting or what you're not getting out of it. Because the second that you do it anyways, that's when he reveals. He doesn't always reveal. That's why it hurts It hurts a lot of times, and that's what makes it hard. Because if he did it every time, then you do it every time. But he does it you know, in his way. I can't even say when he does it because he does it in his way when he feels the time is right. But you wouldn't have otherwise gotten that and it wouldn't have otherwise felt better for you and it wouldn't have otherwise worked out for you unless you had done what you were supposed to do anyways the first time. And when you're not doing it, you don't know what you're missing out on. And there were so many different times. God has shown me, you know, Go ahead and do it. It's okay. You're not going to get, you know, consequences for it. Not You're not always not getting consequences for it. But you're not going to get consequences for it. But what you are going to do is, no, no, just do it. You know, if you're going to do it, then you're going to do it fine. I'll, I'll have her back. I love you anyways. You're forgiven already. Already you're forgiven before you even do it. And then you do it and he never told you what you're missing out on. When you when you decided to do it, if you had not done it, I had all this for you. If you had decided to just pull back, take a second, and say, even though I'm not getting consequences for it, even though I can move forward and do, you know, and get away with it, he'll still be on my side. I'll still be okay. He'll still be fighting for me, and I'm still going to get everything I thought I was going to get, like everything you already knew you were getting. You didn't know what else he was adding. You didn't know what you missed out on because you decided to do it anyways. So nobody's ever taken advantage of God. You know, the enemy would always say, you're taking advantage of God. This is what you're using your favor for. And I say, you can't take advantage of God. Do you know who God is? He is not to be taken advantage of. If you ever think you're taking advantage of him, you're taking advantage of yourself. He can't be cheated you only cheat yourself so many people say you know he played God you can't play God the Bible says even the wisest man here on earth is a fool compared to God he is the only wise God and he has invented he invented wisdom he creates it he's our creator you can never outsmart him. No one can play him. No one is better than him, bigger than him, or more powerful than he is. So you realize only when you decide to make the right decisions based off what you do know, what he has shown you and guided you, guided and has given you, what he has placed inside of you, Only when you decide to make those decisions based off of the right reasons. You're not doing it for selfishness. You're not doing it for extra blessing. You're not doing it because you feel like you're getting something out of it. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. You're doing it because of how much you love him. You're doing it no matter how hard it is because of who he is. Do you actually experience those extra blessings that he has for you? So... I realize sometimes I'm operating in a wrong mindset where I'm saying to myself, well, what if I what do I get if I do this? What do I get if I do that? Don't ever question what you get. Just do it anyways. So a lot of times when my blessings come, I'm like, wait, what happened? Because I had decided to do that anyways. It's it's who I am. It's what he's placed inside of me. It's who he's made me to be. I was already doing that without even noticing I was doing it. When you're noticing you're doing it, aren't you kind of debating whether you should? And it's okay. Sometimes you do debate whether you should. That means you're being made better. But a lot of times my blessings come when I'm not even debating it. I just did it. I'm like, oh, that was a good thing to do? Yeah. And you're getting rewarded for it. And you didn't even know. Because it's who you are now. I'm proud. That's an I'm proud of you. You put a smile on my face. You did the right thing, you know? And it's who you are. But even if it's not who you are, when you choose God, it becomes who you are. So I realized I got a minute left. But when I woke up from this vision... He kind of gave me, like, a little bit of a rundown on what's going on. I didn't know whether I should believe it all the way. Not that I ever doubt God, just everything that was being said. Like I said, this is the middle of spiritual warfare. But I decided to trust him anyways, and I'm deciding to trust him anyways. And one thing he has revealed to me is that my 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 favor the reason he's chosen me. He did it before I even know who I knew who I really was. He did it before I did anything extra. He had chosen me before I knew, which means that it's who I am and it comes naturally. A lot of times when he's counting things, he's keeping counts in ways we ha- we we can never imagine. Meaning it's already done. I'm already doing the right thing. Anything else is a distraction.